The text that calls for our attention on this Lord's Day comes to us from the Gospel of John. John chapter 10 says this, My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Take my hand. It's something that almost every parent has at one point told their child. Those mothers whom we honor in our lives this day, no doubt at one time, said it to us. They say it when we are about to cross the street. They say it when we're about to navigate through a busy parking lot. They say it even if we are just walking through a crowd of strangers. Yes, they grab their child's hand. The thought is simple. If their child is in their hand, they are safe. We all learn that way very early on. That for someone to take us by the hand means that we are safe. And aren't we all looking for safety? It's probably why we spend most of our lives looking for someone else who will hold our hand after the time for our parents to do so is over. Today we learn from our Gospel reading that Jesus, he is the Father's hand. To be in Jesus' hand is to be in the Father's hand. And to be in the Father's hand is to have true safety. Safety that extends even beyond protection in this fallen world into eternal protections against sin, death, and the devil. Jesus says today that he knows you. He says he has claimed you. He calls you by name. And as you live a life of hearing his voice and following him, well, God is reaching out and taking your hand. And yes, when God has you in his hand, you are safe indeed. For as Jesus said, there is nothing that can snatch you out of the Father's hand. Nothing at all. Not angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation. Not even death is able to separate you from the love of your Father which is in Christ Jesus. Yes, God has promised to hold you to himself throughout your earthly life as he leads you into pleasant pastures and as he takes you along the still waters of his church. And when that last hour comes for you, well, he won't let go of your hand then either. No, he will hold you in the safety of his hand then. Then, <clears throat> excuse me, then on that last day, he will use that same hand to pull you up, right up out of the grave. So who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want to live always in the Father's hands? Well, that might be a little bit like asking, why is it that a child would not want to hold their parent's hand as they were approaching a situation where danger might be present? Why would a child 
not simply want to follow their lead always. Why would they resist when their parents simply say, take my hand? Well, in general, the children resist that because they think it would be much more fun if they didn't have to hold their hand or hold the hand of their parents. They think it would be much more fun if they didn't have to live with that constraint upon them. No doubt, as you have seen or experienced, it seems that the older a child gets, the more they will resist holding their parent's hand. And some people often say this is an expression of shame, that they're ashamed of having to hold their parent's hand in public. But it seems to me that usually this impulse to break away comes long before kids would ever stop to think about whether their, kid, their friends were going to make fun of them or not. No, in reality, kids do not want to be held by their parents and in their hands because they have come to trust themselves. They want the freedom to do exactly what they want to do when they want to do it. They, in fact, want to prove that they can be safe on their own. They want to prove they can provide their own protection very well. Thank you. So often, we act the same way in regards to God. God calls us to honor the authorities that he has placed in our life, and yet we think that submitting to anyone just because they have a role in our life is rather unwise. God calls us to go out of our way to reconcile with those with whom we have some sort of strife due to sin, but we think doing so would make us look weak and vulnerable. God calls us to live in purity in regards to marriage and sexuality, but we think that might rob us of a bunch of fun or pleasure, not to mention being thought of by everyone else as quite a prude. God calls us to look out for and to help our neighbor keep his possessions. And yet we're usually so busy gathering up our own, we don't have any time to think about our neighbor's possessions. God calls us to speak the truth in every situation, and yet we say, well, those lies we tell, well, they're just little white lies. They don't hurt anyone. God calls us to be content with what we have. But with all the ads we have running through our heads as all the times, we are told in our minds that that contentment that God calls us to have is really only something that people that are not dedicated enough to chase after what they want would ever be satisfied with. Each time we do this, we are running off. We're running off from the Father's hand. And every time we do so, we're putting ourselves in danger. We're like a little kid dashing through the parking lot towards our car. Oh, no doubt, sometimes we'll get to the location we were going to and won't have been hurt very much at all, at least not to our eyes. Other times, something will happen where there's sort of a close call and we'll know that we've been in danger. But then sadly, sometimes we will get hit head on and will be damaged indefinitely. And all of this because we simply refused to accept our Father's offer of his hand. Those who are gathered around Jesus in our text, we are told through their words that they wanted safety. They wanted 
that Messiah whom the prophets had promised was coming. They believed that finally when that Messiah come, then they would finally be safe. They'd be free of every rule and oppression that those unbelieving governors had placed upon them. But as would become even clearer later, many who were there only wanted to be held in the Father's hand if they could be the ones who were leading rather than following. They liked, in general, the idea of having the Father's protection, but they wanted the Father just to protect them wherever they chose to wander off to. In the image of the parent and the child in the parking lot, they wanted to drag the Father along rather than to be led by him. Yes, indeed, these people, in the end, we are told, many of them at least, did not believe in Jesus, precisely because of how Jesus sought to lead them, how he spoke about things, what he did. They could not believe that Jesus was the hand of the Father reaching down out of heaven to hold them. No, they could not believe that, even for a minute. Jesus would make it quite clear to them. He said directly to them, I and the Father are one. And this plainness of speech, it's exactly what they had asked for. They had asked Jesus to tell them who he was. But when he did, they picked up stones in preparation to kill him. They wanted the Father, they thought. They wanted safety, they thought but they would not have it in the way that Jesus was offering it to them. And how we wish it was just them who acted and thought this way. But we must admit that often their thoughts and their ways are not foreign to us. We too at times, while desiring the safety that only God the Father can bring us, do not like some of the things that he tells us that we should be about doing. We too at times would much rather lead him by the hand to the places that we think are good rather than simply being led by his hand to the places that are unquestionably good. To switch the metaphors just for a second, we the sheep, well, we often want to direct the shepherd rather than simply hearing his voice and following where he leads. We are told that those people who were gathered in our text around Jesus were celebrating the Feast of Dedication. In our modern world, Jewish people refer to this celebration as Hanukkah. It is a celebration of the day when a warrior of the Jews named Judas Maccabeus went in and recaptured the temple. He went in and recaptured the temple after the Greeks had taken it over and had desecrated it in many ways. And it seems that the people gathered there that day were hoping that when the Messiah came, he'd be a lot like Judas Maccabees was. He'd gather up an army and he'd go in and with unquestionable force take his place back and prove that the Jews should live where they wanted, right there in safety. But when Jesus spoke, he confused them in one way. Or at least he confused what they thought they wanted because Jesus spoke instead of laying down his life and then picking it back up. By speaking this way and acting with such humility, he cast into doubt many of their assumptions about what it meant to be safe. 
and then they would not have his words any longer. We too know that many times his words attack our assumptions as well. And when they do, we don't like it either. We may not pick up a stone, but sometimes that might only be because we couldn't cast it all the way to heaven. So today, let us simply admit that we don't always receive God's invitation to simply take his hand. We don't always rejoice as we should. That Jesus says we are his own. We don't just hear his voice and follow as we should. Let us admit today those things that are sins. For then the good shepherd who laid down his life for us sheep has promised to come to us with every grace and blessing. He promises to reach down and take our hand. And if we do not reject this offer, it's what he'll do day by day and week by week and even on this day, here in this place. And if he takes our hand, if he takes your hand, well then you're truly safe. Your sins have been removed from you and you have the protection of the Heavenly Father with you everywhere you go throughout life. Jesus, he knows you. He calls to you this day. He takes your hand. And his hand, it is the Father's hand. For he and the Father are one. In the Father's hand you are safe. Amen.